Tanya, Brooke, and Mike are two girls and a guy. On Mix 95.9. Chase Stone, a two girls and a guy fan, just messaged. He said his parents made them give 10% of every money that they received and give it as an offering to the church. Right, it's a tithe. It's two girls and a guy, Mix 95.9. Almost a garnishing, if you will, if your parents are taking <laughs> not, it out before you see it, right? It's not a garnishing. She sees this from birthday money, chore money, and when we got jobs and started getting a real check, if they would, um, or they'd put the money in the savings instead of the church, myself and my four other siblings would have had money for down payments on homes when we turned 18 had they done that instead of giving the money, you know, to the church. But mom and dad made the decision. It's what you got to do sometimes. It's what you got to do. You just try not to think about that and think about all the good things your money went to, hopefully. Of course. In, you know, your community. We've been talking about, you know, church and youth group in the 90s and growing up and, you know, was it crazy for you? And, you know, I had a uh, I had a, a, a neighbor, and I've told this story many times before, but it did leave a deep impact on me as far as how I viewed religion as I got, an, a, you know, became an adult. I grew up in that time period where the, all the scandals happened from the evangelists. Mm-hmm. And my dad was very much a skeptic of all that stuff. Right. So all they want to do is get your money, you know? Um, and so, I mean, he had very vivid and very, you know, strict uh, viewpoints on the church. Yeah. And uh, I think it all started when uh, there was a church in our neighborhood that was doing like a fundraiser, but it wasn't to help the homeless. It wasn't to help people who had lost their jobs. It was to build an indoor basketball court for the preacher's son. Well, that's important sometimes. <laughs> Wow. And I think that's when he was like, this is BS. You know, he's doing this massive fundraiser for basketball court. Right. right. Indoor with carpet. And my dad's like, I think you could use that money to you know, help the family that just lost their job and help pay their mortgage for a couple months until, you know, they've got back on their feet. Right. So that's kind of, I got kind of my dad's thought process on a lot of that stuff when it comes to church. But let me tell you about the flim flam known as the Awanas program. <laughs> You better stop. I think it's still in effect. Is it really? I think so. Hold on. Let me look. <sighs> that thing was around when I was 10 years old. It is still, it looks like they've still got a website. They are still having chapters and ministry. Yeah, you better be careful. I wonder if there's one in town. Why, you want another bike? I don't know. <laughs> oh, the bike you <laughs> What the bike I earned? Yeah, the bike you earned. So my next door neighbor, his name was Kenneth Young, and he was the one that had the pool, right? Mm -hmm. And he was the only kid in the neighborhood who had the pool. He was my best friend growing up, and I would always go up there to the pool and spend the days. And he and his mom would always invite me to this club called Awanas. They were very much, very church people, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, they would want me to go to Awanas. And finally, one summer, after about a year or so, I said, okay, I'll go. I'll right. do it. So I go, I show up, I went, I rode with them. It was like 7 o'clock at night on a Wednesday night or whatever, right? And it also happened Ooh. to be VBS, Vacation Bible School Week at the time. Oh, okay. About those. That's so they, a twofer. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were meeting every night of the week that week. So I go, I get, you know, put on a nice pair of shorts and a nice, uh, you know, T-shirt, mm-hmm. comb my hair. I'm all of 11 years old, maybe even younger. And I go and I get there and they introduce me. And it was me and this bunch of kids and a couple adults. And they introduce me, you know, stand up and introduce yourself. Hi, Mike, I'm 11 years old and I like to 
I watched Superman, you know, whatever the stupid kid thing I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. We get to the end of the program, of the Awanis program, after they give this little bu- booklet and there's Jesus things in it and they prayed and taught things and whatever for the hour that I was there. But at the end of it was a special ceremony. And I'm like, ooh, a special ceremony, what's that? And the special ceremony was for Kenneth Young, my next door neighbor and best friend. And the special ceremony was to award him a brand new bright yellow Huffy bicycle. Mm -hmm. Why did Kenneth get that brand new bicycle in a special presentation at the end of VBS Awana's Club? Why, Mike? Because I was the 100th recruit Mm. that he brought to the Awanis program. Yeah. So you earned that bike, technically. I put him over the top. You did. Unknowingly. You did. And he got this bright yellow huffy bicycle and rode it around the neighborhood with a little bell on it going ring, ring, ring every time he passed me on my five-year-old bicycle. <laughs> that was not a huffy. That was not a huffy and drastically needed an upgrade. Oh, my goodness. Ring. Well, you what heard he- Kenneth coming, didn't you? Listen, what he was trying to tell you was become an Awana, get some recruits, and you can have one of these for yourself. You could get this fancy, huffy bike with the bring, bring all on you hear it. That sound, bring, that's the sound of Jesus' disciple coming that's to right. get you. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I resented it. From that moment on. Oh, and still do. And still do, obviously, obviously yeah. to this day. You're very passionate about that. Very much so. So apparently you hit 100, you get the new bicycle. I don't know what you get when you get 200. Oh, my goodness. A I, new house? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> A cruise? <laughs> Kenneth is like 13 years old with his own condo in West Virginia. <laughs> the keys to the heavens? How'd you get that, Awanas? <laughs> Come join me. I'll show you the way. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it became like this. I look back on it as an adult. I'm like, I felt like I was in a Ponzi scheme and I was the victim. He and was I was a smart businessman. I got, not nothing, Ponzi. I got nothing out of it. It's not Ponzi. It was called recruitment night. You it just happened to go on recruitment totally night. recruitment night. Absolutely. Well, I went to. Jingle went, for Jesus. That's yeah. what they call it. <laughs> I went to two different churches. I don't know if you've ever been to a Baptist church before. I've not. I went to Catholic school, but like we went to Baptist church. Okay. And all things that Brooks Church didn't do, Baptist church they do. It was called Good Neighbor Baptist Church. There you go. On Chancellor Avenue. And when I tell you, we were probably in church every day except for Monday and Tuesday. We had Bible study. I was an usher. I was on the choir. We had to do children's church on Sunday. We were in church all, bake sales, building <laughs> fun. It was building parking lots. Every day we were in church. You stayed out of trouble, didn't you? I stayed out of trouble. Didn't get pregnant, did I you? I did not get pregnant. There you go. But the pastor did get somebody pregnant. Uh-oh. Let me just tell you that. That's a whole other story. I don't even want to go down that. that. Yeah, we don't talk about that <laughs> with one of the members and left his wife. Life, but that's a whole oh nother story. God. Yeah, we left the church after that. That was right around the corner from our house. Then my mother introduced us to Redeeming Love Christian Center. Oh, that sounds very, was very she official. Like a church shopper? Did she like to go to different ones? She was, she, like, she studied theology and stuff like that. So she would always try to find the perfect fit. But she would go to the, um, 
Was it Jim Baker and Tammy? He, she would yeah, go to yeah. those revivals and stuff like that. So Redeeming Love Christian Center, not only was it not in the state of New Jersey, it was in Nanuet, New York, an hour away. Oh, my Lord. So it you was had a, to go an hour to go to church? Every Sunday. Okay. It was in Nanuet. It was an hour away. And I can't remember the pastor's name, but I had I had a feeling the man was wearing a toupee. That was when I was really into like watching people's hair and stuff. It just seemed like it was just a perfect afro. That's, I don't know why. That's deception, deceiving the Lord. I know. And this church was a non-denominational church, so it didn't matter what your religious background was. They welcomed everybody. But only thing I took away from that church, I never understand. Oh, his name was Reverend Otterbach. It was his name. I never quite understand why this man was driving a Rolls Royce. Yeah. I never understood that. Mm -hmm. And why people were going to his house to cut his grass when they weren't cutting their own grass. I just didn't get it. But that's the only thing. But the great thing about it, we only had to go once. So I never fought it because I was going to church five days a week at Good Neighbor Baptist and, you know, an hour away, mother wasn't going to drive every time back and forth. So one day was take, better than all oh, five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We welcomed that. <laughs> we welcomed seven. that. And we stayed in that church for about five years until I was old enough and said I wasn't going anymore. You get now as an adult why he drove a Rolls Royce, right? Yeah, it was that 10% tithing. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs>